It's time for the sports show for guys who know sports. Texarkana's longest-running sports talk show, Believe in the Yard, with Zach and the Professor on 107.9, The Fan. Today, Wednesday, Wednesday version of the show. Having no show Monday, I am screwed up. But it's the middle of the week, Wednesday version. Apologize, Facebook folks. We had a, uh, a false start. I, uh, if I don't turn my phone onto the uh, station's uh, Wi-Fi, then I'm eating up all the data and it's not very good. So I, I shut it down, re- re-hit it. That's what happened. Everything should be good to go now. Well, we welcome you to the program. Chuck Zach, along with Dodger Danny Williams. Tony Kirk uh, on hiatus for a couple of days. He'll be back on Monday, and we will uh, bop on without him for a couple of more, which means uh, no Kirk and company. Remind you about that. What normally would be uh, Chop Buchanan's day tomorrow. That's not going to happen because Tony's going to be gone. And to be honest with you, I'm not getting up to come here at 7 <laughs> o'clock in the morning. It's summer. I'm not doing that. Uh, today on the program, not only Dodger Danny, which uh, I'm missing Blaine today. Yeah. Uh, um, where is the little man? Uh, well, I don't have to do anything afterwards, so he's hanging out at home. Man. Yeah. He was like a cool fan. Oh, he loved it in here. He's, See? He's like, I can't make any noise, Dad. I can't make any noise. Like, yeah. Oh, that's right. He was killing it. Yep. <laughs> and uh, coming up at 530, Trey Hart going to join us. The, uh, well, now newly hired part of the coaching staff for Pleasant Grove. Just left Redwater. And uh, we'll get a chance to visit with him a little bit, uh, see what the new job's like, see what the old job was like, and uh, get ready for, um, I guess it's going to be his uh, foray into a going back home again, former Pleasant Grove Hawk baseball player, going back home to be a coach for the uh, the black and gold. So we'll visit with him for a minute. Tomorrow on the program, we're still working on this, but looks like Steve Browning, the athletic director for Southern Arkansas, may be coming on with us at 5.30. I say maybe, and we're working on it. They, um, Of course, the Mule Riders are advancing to the what College World Series for uh, what D2. D2, yep. And um, there is a massive conference call between all the coaches, ADs, whatever, of the remaining programs tomorrow, about an hour before our schedule to get him on. If it's a quick meeting... He'll be good to go. If it's a long meeting, well, then we're not going to have him on tomorrow. We're trying, though. Yeah, it'll be interesting. I'd like to pick his brain about our two boys that are on the team. Yeah. How well they've done. Not only our boys, but the team has done this year. I mean, really super successful. Crazy good. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> accolades after accolades after accolades. You know, it, it's it's always – Steve was a coach for a long time over there. It's a great program. They've been successful, but they're having one of those – you start looking at it wondering, is this one of those uh, just faded years where everything's coming together just right? Well, I think that their big competition for a long time in the GAC was Delta State, and they were always the per- uh, perennial number one in the nation over yeah. and over and over again. And uh, they was Delta in the GAC? Yeah, really? They were, yeah. And um, now that they've kind of slipped back a little bit and i'm not saying sau has been bad in years past they like you said have been yeah. really oh, good yeah. but they're extremely good this year and yes. you know that i think what really helped them was that crazy enough that covid year to get some of those guys bigger stronger there another year you just bolster that program up and 
then more recruits and more recruits, and it just, just snowballs. It's fertile ground. Absolutely. They're recruiting in fertile ground, and Henderson does too. We yep. know. I mean, it's not like it's a, it's a one-trick pony. Right. An entire southern Arkansas area tends to be able to hit well from southern Arkansas, central Arkansas, northeast Texas, north Louisiana, a little bit into Mississippi. I mean, there's just really fertile baseball ground right here. Absolutely. I mean, you're the only D2 program yeah. that's – uh, them and Henderson and Watchdog, but, right. but I mean those three are really the only two D two programs. They can just pick what they want. Yeah, and they do, and they do absolutely, yep. absolutely. So anyway, we're looking to hopefully, fingers crossed, have Steve with us tomorrow, which would be awesome. Nine zero three seven three five nine nine zero five is our number here on leaving the yard. The um, Sonic Hotline, by the way. NHL playoffs last night. Are you a hockey guy? No, uh, a little bit. Yeah. This I, is I my like time. I, I like Stanley Cup time. You yeah, know, this like is playoff my time. time. Yeah, it's like for me NBA basketball regular season doesn't matter. You know, you get into the playoffs, you watch the games, but yeah, it was lots of goal scoring last night. Crazy, stupid goal scoring. <laughs> I mean, normally you're looking at uh, two one three one. Somebody crazy. It's five two. They went eight six last night, and not the eight six that you expect. Like, oh my gosh, it was seven to one. I mean, this was a competitive. Last period, the first two periods didn't really look that competitive. No, it was six to three. I think they yeah. pulled the goalie. I mean, yeah. everything looked like it was gone to heck in a handbasket, and then here they come right back again, and nobody could stop anybody. It was, I mean, for somebody that you know doesn't like prefer soccer, right. you know, where there's not a lot of goal scoring. Right. It, Hockey is super exciting, and especially when they score a lot of goals, it's it's a lot of fun. I'm ratcheted in with the high stakes. Every penalty means man advantage, power plays. Those are game swinger, series swinger kind of things. Oh, absolutely. And with the NBA having a couple of days off till they get going again tomorrow night, it's a good chance for folks who are desperate for some sports stuff, especially if, you know, depending on what baseball games are going on in the evening. Hockey right now, we're in the conference finals right now. Tonight it's Tampa Bay and the Rangers. And uh, Jason Boston is somehow weirdly a Rangers fan from New York. I think it was a trip to New York, and he's become a New York Rangers hockey fan. He's the only guy I know. I don't know anybody else that cares anything about the New York Rangers. Yeah, me either. I mean, I know a bunch of people that are rooting for the Lightning because yeah. of the connection. Oh, yeah. Again. I mean, again, three years in a row would be pretty remarkable. I right. Mean, you can't count them out. No. And uh, New York is dying for – Anything. Anything, exactly. Anything. Yep. The Yankees are going to be good again this year, it of looks course, like. And we'll come back to baseball. And the Mets. And potentially the Mets. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> but uh, the New York Rangers have not been this good for a long, long, long time. This is really an intriguing thing. They lost a goalie the other day to a, uh, he had a chest contusion, which basically means he probably got hit in a puck and bruised his chest somehow. Um Tampa, which we didn't think was going to get out of the first round against Toronto. New York, which should have lost two series ago and keeps climbing back out of the grave, are now sitting here with a chance to... And We expect it's going to be Colorado, which looks like the best team in, in the NHL this year. Edmonton's got the best player. Colorado's probably the best team. And, and then here comes game one, and you have a compelling game with a lot of goal scoring, which... The NBA playoffs have not been compelling at all, almost completely. One or two games 
in, in each of these series seem to be at least competitive. And then every other game is 20, 20 plus points. Yeah, they're horrible. Garbage. They're all, so I'm wondering if this isn't going to be some kind of a little poll. Now we're down to the NBA Finals, and you're not going to beat the NBA Finals with anything NHL. No, and they got the dream matchup. You got East Coast, West Coast, Boston, and, and you know, Golden State. Is so this I'm, a dream matchup? For ratings, yes, I agree. I know, I mean – I'd rather seen other teams in there too, but I, I think they would have dreamed about obviously the Lakers in Brooklyn. Oh, that would have been the dream. Yeah, but the Lakers didn't even make the playoffs. Oh, I know, and Brooklyn was, was bad. Yeah, garbage. Mm-hmm. Does the middle of the country care about Golden State and Boston? No, but does the West Coast care about Milwaukee playing against Arizona? Phoenix? Yeah, you know, I mean Phoenix. Yeah, Phoenix. Yeah, no, they didn't care. Well, I think the West Coast does. That's I mean, Phoenix is there, isn't it? Isn't oh is Phoenix is Phoenix not considered the West Coast? No, really. Ocean oceanfront property where? Oh come on, come on! It's not the West Coast. No. Like folks don't care about Arizona or, or, or Phoenix. Not until basketball. they move out of California and move into Arizona, or you know, really. Yeah. I think Giannis had a, a, some kind of a pull where the oh, he's fan base oh, yes. never seen this guy at this level in this stage before and you have a chance to see him in the NBA Finals. I think that was a compelling who, thing. Who can root against him? Oh, I don't know. Anybody can. But I don't I, think I, Boston's got anybody like that that you're like, oh, man, i got to watch this because this guy is the best player in the world. Jason Tatum's fine. Al Horford's a good story. Uh, but does anybody care about the Celtics? Well, but it's the Celtics. No, but... It's the Celtics. It's it the hasn't same. been the Celtics in well. What's it been, 13, 14 years since the Celtics were an NBA championship caliber team? The Ray Allen, you know. Big three. Yeah, Kevin Garnett kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Paul Pierce. Yep. But it's still the legend of the Celtics. It's Boston. So you tell me the Lakers are the same way. Absolutely. It's going to be the Lakers. Absolutely. After LeBron's gone, sure, people are going to be locked in because it's the Lakers. If you get a team that goes to the championship, sure. I mean, you love to hate them or you love them. It's like the Yankees. I think know? it's LeBron more than the Yankees. I mean, more than the uh, more than the Lakers. Maybe right now, but maybe right now. But remember, you you go back to you know Magic, and then you transition and you come into Shaq and Kobe, and then you know, I mean, it's if you put a team that wins, they're going to form. You know, it's like the fan who loves the Yankees, the you know the 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 Dodgers, you know the Lakers, you know whatever, and you root for all the the favorites all the time. I mean, people either love those teams or they hate them. I have no emotion about the Lakers at all. That's surprising. I'm not a great fan. No, well, but but see, I, I, you mentioned that Glory. You're kind of. I I like Jerry West. I, I like the, the show, loser. I, I yeah. I like the Showtime Lakers. I like the Celtics too. And I, that may be weird. Growing up in the era of Bird and Magic, I didn't sit and root like I love the Celtics and I hate the Lakers or vice versa. I I, I thought it was compelling basketball on either side. I like the Shaq and Kobe Lakers. There wasn't anybody there I didn't like. I, I like the Pierce, Garnett, Allen, Celtics. Did you like the Jordan Bulls? Yeah. So you're just you're just a you're just a fan of a basketball. Fan. Well, that's well. There's a reason for that. No, I didn't like the Pistons. Okay, but there's a re- I mean, were the did the Bucks even get anywhere close in that time period? In no. those in those regions. And I'm not like throwing shots. No, no, I'm just no, no, saying no, no. your no. team wasn't there. So as long as it was good basketball, you didn't care. But if you're the Pistons playing the Bulls or the Lakers playing the Celtics, and you're a fan, you're going to be salty one way or the other. No, I was, I was a fan of the of the Bucks teams late '70s into the early mid '80s. They were there every year. And couldn't get over the hump. First in the Western Conference, they couldn't get by Seattle. 
and then in the Eastern Conference, they couldn't get by Philadelphia and Boston. They, they were blocked by championship teams every year for about six years of really good basketball. Bob Lanier passed away a couple of weeks ago, who had been part of that Milwaukee franchise with with Marcus Johnson. And, was Kareem a part of those teams at all? Or, uh, that's why the Lakers got good. Is when they, they, traded, they traded Kareem to L.A. and got Brian Winters and pieces like that that, that they got back. Uh, uh, Kent Benson, who was not, not much of anything, but... We had really good teams in those years. Sidney Moncrief would be on that part of that uh, that run as well and just couldn't get past those better teams. That didn't mean I didn't like the Sonics or the Lakers or the Celtics or even the Sixers. I just felt they were better basketball teams. Maybe Milwaukee was too far away. They were there but couldn't get past those guys. Maybe they were too far away to make me go, oh, I hate these guys. They knock us out every year. Right. Well, that's like, I mean, I know we're circling back, but like the Dodgers, when the Dodgers had their – you know, down years, you were like, you knew they weren't going to, you know, be in contention. So you just root for good baseball. Oh, and I see here comes an expert. Hey, you're in the yard. That's right, because I am the expert. See, you don't like the <laughs> Boston Celtics because you're from Milwaukee. See, I don't think Giannis is the best player ever because he travels every time he takes a step with the ball. So, you know, Boston Celtics. Everyone loves them. Up there, they're going crazy right now. Are they? I got guys. Yes, man. Up in up there in Maine and and, and uh, Boston, all around that area, they're going crazy up there with it right now. Well, they got you nothing else down here. And plus, you're plus you're a Milwaukee Bucks fan. Yes, because you were in Wisconsin all your life, so you hated the Celtics. I we your butt all the time. I don't hate. I said that though. I didn't hate the Celtics. I was a, listen growing up. Yeah, I, but you're saying like, they, who's who's going to watch the game? Man, they're going to have the best. It's the more people going to watch it than they ever had before. Even more than what last year because you had Giannis, the guy that travels every time he takes a step with the ball inside, and he just tries to overpower you because he's just so big and large. I mean, you know, you got issues, Doug. Like Tatum, Jalen Brown. I mean, you know, those guys are unbelievable. I mean, they're gonna they're, they're gonna take care of. I promise you, they're gonna take care of the Golden State Warriors. They're gonna take care of them, as in they're gonna make sure they don't fall down before they win their championship. <laughs> the Warriors are gonna win this championship. Six games, Warriors, okay. all day. Okay. Okay. All day. Okay, we'll see, Boston Celtics hater. I'm not a hater. And Tony Kirk. What do you? Where's your friend Tony Kirk, the the, the Steelers hater too? He's gone. He's on vacay. The guy goes on vacation more than anybody alive. I know. He's he's like Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. Well, that's that's it. That's where he is. He's buffeting again. <laughs> Look, you think that Golden State's going to win? I think the Celtics with the defense that they have is going to take control of them. And, and, and yes, it's going to be a great series, but in the long run, I think it's going to be that way because of the defense. Remember, defense wins 
championships. You don't need a whole lot of defense to stop a three-point shot, do you? No. Oh, my gosh. You know what? I'm going to say this. I, I'm rooting for Al Horford. I think Al Horford's a great story. And I, 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 would really, I would really like to see Al Horford get a ring before he retires. And I think Green's going to be thrown out of the game one or two times because of his temper, and he's going to get mad at the Celtics. Yes. You know, he's going to get he's going to get thrown out of the game. Yes. No doubt about it. Oh, I agree. Because he can't he does not like to play against a team like the Celtics because they're just as nasty as he is. That's the problem. Really? So the, Cel- the yeah, Celtics I mean, are nasty. <laughs> no, nasty as playing defense. It's it's you know, just what I'm saying, nasty as playing defense. Yeah. Hey, by, the, by the way, uh, how, how, how's Connor's uh, a camp going? Has he started yet? Oh man, they got like they got sixty kids there so far this year, which has been fantastic for them, and it's going great. That's I mean, awesome. You know, they wish they would have had. They're trying for a goal of a hundred, but you know, this year uh, they just feel like being because of the uh, the pandemic. It's just now just going. And so next year they're hoping that they can get that and bump it up a little bit more. Is 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 Connor is Connor starting to get the uh, the coaching uh, bug about him? Hey, yeah, is he? I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. He's he's you know he's like doing what he's doing. You know, uh, he's enjoyed himself. You know, and uh, and he has a good knack for it. And he's got a, a easier personality than I do to become a coach. I well, can tell you that thank much. goodness. Yeah, you're disagreeable. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll let you go. Okay. Behave yourself. Celtic. Celtics. Bye. Yeah, I hear you, Celtics. Yay, yay, All right, Doug will let his son Connor, an amazing young guy, doing some uh, coaching over at uh, doing some coaching over at A and M Texture Can. They got a camp going on right now. We'll take a break. Look what the cat drew again. Trey Hart's here early. What? <laughs> You are a cat. Dawn the cat. I'm not turning a mic on for you. I'm not. Oh, we're going to get him in a minute. What do you want? You're so rude. To who? I'm sweet. Oh, go away. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come right back. Leaving the yard. Zach, not the professor. Dodger Danny in today. Trey Hart coming up next here on Leaving the Yard. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Prepare for the future and reach your full potential at Liberty ILO ISD. At Liberty ILO, our educators will assist your child to become a college graduate and or career ready. We believe a safe and secure environment provides the peace of mind necessary for the pursuit of excellence. Our school environment gives our students and staff the freedom to pursue and achieve the highest levels of performance. As we say at Liberty ILO, leopard pride never dies. 
When you look local first, you help local businesses grow and employ more locals, providing direct benefits to our local economy. The Mustard Seed Spice Market has over 300 spices in stock. You can also get jams, mustards and spreads, kitchen items, and even gift sets. 4701 Texas Boulevard, across from Pace Glass, or order online at mustardseedspices.com. Don't throw your damaged cell phone away. It's repairable. Whether it's a screen replacement or micro-soldering, M-Tech Electronics can repair it. And at the best price in town. Call them today for your smartphone, computer, and game console repairs. 4012 Summer Hill Square, Texarkana. The Downtown Restaurant is your place to grab some amazing catfish on Fridays, daily specials, homemade desserts, Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 8 p.m. When you want home cooking away from home, head to the Downtowner on the corner of Avenue A and 82 in Hooks, Texas. To help your local business community grow, go to looklocalfirst.com and click on Texarkana. If you've ever stood overlooking a bluff on Pettyjean, floated the buffalo, taken a leisurely drive through miles of Delta farmland, or even witnessed a brilliant sunset from your own backyard, you know Arkansas is full of beauty. Naturally, that leaves no room for trash. Get litter out of the picture and keep Arkansas in its natural state, clean and green. Visit KeepArkansasBeautiful.com to learn more. A message from this station, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association, and the Keep Arkansas Beautiful Commission. I'm Dr. Miller, a dentist and a volunteer for Dental Lifeline Network. DLN is a nonprofit that has helped me literally change the lives of people in my community through the donor dental services program. DLN asks dentists to volunteer to see just one of the many patients in need each year. If you're a dentist or know a dentist, please share this information. Like me, they can make a real difference in someone's life. DLN makes it easy. Go to willyouseeone.org to learn more. That's willyouseeone.org. When times get dark, we can't see the help that's all around us. Maybe you're not sure how you'll make rent, or you lost your job. When you don't know where to turn, let 211 be your guiding light. Our guides are ready to connect you with the help you need. 211, how can I help you? Call or visit 211.org. 211, get connected, get help. A message from United Way and the Ad Council. Welcome back. 22 minutes after 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Chuck Zach, Dodger Danny Williams, and it's a little early, but it works. You'd rather be early than late. Trey Hart in here with us today. Now, you guys in Redwater know the name. You guys at Pleasant Grove should remember the name. Maybe the rest of you don't, but you're going to. Trey, it's good to see you again. It's good to see you. Now, it's been, you were... A little younger. I was, a, what, I was what, a little younger and about 40 pounds what? lighter about the last time I was on the radio with you, so it's, uh, it's been a while. Yeah, it has been. Now, for those who don't know, you're a graduate of Pleasant Grove. 2012. And played on, what, uh, four years in a row? Freshman, did you play as well? I came up for a couple of games, but I wasn't I wasn't with them during the playoffs. So three years in a row. Three years in a row. Take the trip to Austin, yep. which is crazy. Unbelievable. Got uh, one, two rings. I got two rings. Two was, rings. You were 2010, 2010 and the 12. 12 yes. you were playing, 10 you were what, running? 10, 10 I was the DH. DH. I got moved to DH gotcha. uh, right when the playoffs started. Nice. 
So you got two rings. I do. You, you show the hardware off a lot. I do every now and then. I let the kids see it every yeah. now and then to let them. Re- and it's not really to show off. It's to let you know. I bring it up around playoff time. Right. To let them know that you know this is what you go to play for. Yeah. You go to play for the gold medal. You go to play for one of these because once you have one, they can't take it away from. No, you. that's true. And the kids will love them for, you know, you'll cherish them. Yeah, you know, Danny's kid plays what eight under, seven under, eight and nine. Yeah, eight and nine. Goes to tournaments and come back with rings bigger than you guys wanted state. It's crazy, <laughs> but I love it because it takes. I mean, it takes up so much less space. Oh, no exactly. trophies do. Yes. So you just you can put them on a necklace. You can <laughs> yeah. stack them on. You know, all my trophies are in the trash from it's, when I, I played. Now I have I'm, very few trophies. I only think I have two, maybe from my childhood. Right, but other than that, I've, rings. The rings. It's all about the bling. That's right. Jeez. Well, you're in coming back home i am i'm coming back home to pleasant grove and i am super excited about it now you're gonna have to walk we're gonna kind of meander around on this story for a minute okay so first of all, we'll start at the end how did this one open up for you honestly it was a leap of faith you know there were some personal decisions me and my wife made and uh we took a leap of faith and the next thing I know, my wife applies at pleasant grove she gets a call within 30 minutes what does she teach she teaches seventh and eighth grade English. She is the smart one. Okay, all right. All right. Two always marry smarter. That's, That's right. good. Um, she got an interview within 30 minutes, and she was hired on Friday. I hadn't wow. even gotten an interview yet, <laughs> but I was I was so excited for her. I was like, yes, and she's going to the Pleasant Grove Middle School. I yeah. was excited for her. I get a call from Coach Gibson, and I'm like, yes. I go in there Monday, and you know, I, it, as soon as I walk through the doors – I'm like, if I get offered this job, I'm coming home. Yep. It's 100%. Like, no, I get it, it. it was, I went in there, I was like, man, I know it's a great fit. I know the program. I know the great things that they've done. As soon as I walked in, the memories came in and the emotional attachment to Pleasant Grove. And I was like, this is, this is it. If I get offered this, this is where I'm going. I'm coming home. Now, had the indoor and the and the practice stuff, had all that been up when, when you left 2012 that wasn't up yet was it it was up I actually, it was it at was. the end of it it was right um were... we played the first game in the stadium that's right my 10th grade year oh okay and then the first basketball game would have been 2011 okay in the gym and we were practicing in the indoor i know my junior and senior year see i, I left in 0708 mm-hmm. and, and so Walking back in there, it it still boggled my mind for a long time. Like, this does not look like for folks who go to Texas High and the math and science building had been built. If you were an old old guy, and right. the building basically ended with without that ever being there, you walk back around. And go, this doesn't even look like the same school. What used to be the science labs or classrooms, it just looked all wrong. That's exactly right. I know where the football stadium was. We used to condition and run hills up there. That's right. So when I walk in, kids are like, man, this is awesome. Yeah, I ran hills about 30 times right there, guys. So it's awesome, but it brings back some memories. Yeah, I'm like, right. man, I'm tired. Uh, Barker loved those hills, didn't he? He did. <laughs> Coach Davis did, too. He ran them because we were there at the tail. At the beginning, let's see, and then my 10th grade year, ninth grade year is when we finally started going behind uh, Leon Blake. Yeah. Because they were starting the uh, construction, construction. on the new stadium. That's right. Trey Hart with us this afternoon. Now you, you mentioned that uh, the, the job had opened up at PG. The the job being you were going to do some teaching and coaching. Teaching and coaching. Yes. Well, in the last week or so, we've had word that two different baseball coaches have decided to leave the program. Different jobs or different opportunities. Were you intending this to be a baseball thing? I was hoping. Really. I I, I wanted to coach football. Football's you know. I played baseball in college. Right. That was my passion growing up. The moment I started coaching and I got to experience a Friday Night Lights 
in a different perspective, it, it changed everything. My love became football. football. And, I, and I love baseball, and this is the only place that I would probably coach baseball ever because right. it, I have an emotional attachment to it. But uh, it's like I said, I'll coach anything. I, I just I f- it felt right. I right. wanted to be back home, and I would have coached whatever sport second sport he told me to. So I mean, it was it just so happened that it was the great sport of baseball. And now you know Riley, right? You know Riley. I know Fincher Coach Fincher. From, yes. Yeah. He, uh, he coached my younger brother. Okay. So I know Coach Fincher really well. Right. What do you think? Is it going to fit? You going to be a good fit with it's him? It's going to be a great fit. Easy we, fit. We get along really well we talk to each other whenever we see each other we talk to each other for 10 15 20 minutes so we have a great relationship nice and he he and my younger brother had a great relationship right and so that always that always sparked a you know a relationship with us because you know if you treat treat my family well we're gonna we're gonna be okay so i'm I'm gonna walk you backward now so last you know leaving high school walk me through the path that took you to where you are today okay i graduated in 2012 10 years to the day yeah actually. oh my gosh um went to washington played four years of baseball uh majored in history i left uh applied to law school got accepted uh into law school in little rock didn't make a high enough score for scholarship money okay so i decided i'm gonna go teach for a year all right i got into teaching for two weeks called my parents and said i'm not going to law school this is what i want to do i had found my passion within two weeks wow and you know i loved it and where were you doing that what was, school? That was at Redwater. At Redwater. Okay, so right out of the gate it was Redwater. Right out of okay. the gate it was Redwater. I was there three years, had basketball for two of those years, uh, left, went to Princeton, right outside of McKinney, was there two years, coached football and baseball. Why'd you take that job? Wanted to coach in the DFW. Okay. I wanted to branch out, wanted to, you know, get out of Texarkana and see, you know, and you know, branch out and see what, sure. see what it was like. No, it makes perfect sense. Um, we got there. It was good. But Northeast Texas is home, yep. and so we the grass made, isn't greener, is it? it it's not <laughs> always. There's there's no trees. There's more grass, but there's not as many trees. Uh, so we made the decision that we wanted to come back, and right. we actually we came back to Redwater, and it was good because uh, this graduating class was my first teaching class. Oh, that's awesome. So it had another emotional attachment. So you know, with us leaving, it kind of it closed the door, but it was a great it was a great ending because those are awesome kids i saw your facebook posts from graduation and i was going to ask you how hard it was to leave this group now granted they're graduating too and walking the stage and going on their way if they hadn't been if they were just juniors it looked like you were really close to that group of kids i was really close with them i i love them they're awesome kids they come from awesome families and we're really close. I mean, I've had some just show up at my house just wanting to talk. Yeah. And, you know, they'll call me. They'll text me. I mean, we have a great relationship. Um, it would have been tough. I don't I don't know the decision on what I'd have made either way. But that group, that group is special. Yep. And the kids that are still at Rota, I mean, those kids are special to them. They always hold a special place with me. I'm always rooting for them. And I hope they win every game that they play. You didn't have a hard time dealing with that Matt Graves character, did you? No, nah, he's a great guy. <laughs> he's a great guy. I'm Coach never going to let him say that. No, no, no. <laughs> we're not saying that. We're going to take a break. You going to stick around for a minute? Absolutely. Trey Hart's with us. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come right back. Chuck Zach, Dodger Danny in the studio this afternoon, leaving the yard. You're on the fan 107.9.
there are 52 Arkansas State Parks? Yep, one for every week of the year. Not that we expect you to visit all 52 state parks in a year, but you could if you wanted to, starting this week. So whether you like to hike, canoe, swim, fish, or just relax, all 52 Arkansas State Parks are open and ready for your visit. Pick your park, your place to stay, and plan your next adventure, all at ArkansasStateParks.com. Brought to you by this station and the Arkansas Broadcasters Association. In this up-and-down economy, with a sense of protecting every penny you worked so hard for to achieve the all-American dream, let Stuart Title, with over 150 years title experience, handle every step of the closing process to give you peace of mind. The vast resources and customer experience is second to none. If it's your first house, commercial real estate transaction, or refinance, Stuart Title Texarkana will provide that peace of mind. Call 903-832-3720 to schedule your time today. When you look local first, you can help local businesses grow and employ more locals, providing direct benefits to our local economy. Your car's not running right. That's just the worst, isn't it? Nobody wants to get in a car not knowing if it's going to get you where you need to go. Trust the folks at Anderson Automotive, 804 Spruce Street, to keep your car running right with their professional mechanics and full line of automotive repair. If you're remodeling a bathroom or building a new house and you need a shower door or shower enclosure or maybe custom mirrors or just what you need, Texarkana Glass can help you turn your place into a relaxing oasis. Find them online at TexarkanaGlassCompany.com or on Facebook. Facebook. Does your car make more noise going down the road than a Sherman tank? Sounds like you need a new muffler, maybe even an entire exhaust system. Take it to Ray's Muffler, 801 East 7th Street in Texarkana, specializing in custom exhausts since 1965. To help your local business community grow, go to looklocalfirst.com and click on Texarkana. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about, but you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with the doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. Are you looking to upgrade your home theater or audio system? Well, Clear Sound Audio Video has the product and expertise to help you do just that. With featured specials like Samsung TVs starting at $319 and Eclipse speakers starting at $250 a pair, you know you're getting the best for less. So be sure to check out Clear Sound Audio Video's showroom at the corner of Lane and Cowhorn Creek. back about uh, 25 minutes till six o'clock leaving the yard chuck zach dodger danny williams and uh, special treat trey hart in here with us this afternoon who uh, has just recently left redwater heading to pleasant grove for a uh, coaching teaching jack of all trades i guess job description yes sir we were talking off the air about just the fact you have to work with Tim Baldwin again. There ought to be bonus pay for that. I can't wait. I only got to experience him when I was a student, so I, I, I can't wait. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. All right. Now, we, we got you in here, and, uh, and, and we talked a little bit about 
the the broad generalities. You and I were talking off the air just a minute ago about some of the kids. And uh, Matt Graves' son, Drew, was part of the conversation. He was about to play in the FCA basketball game, the second annual uh, All-Star Showdown tomorrow, um, which, by the way, we will have uh, well on game day. I'll be doing the game on game day tomorrow afternoon for that. Um, girls at 6.30, guys at uh, whenever, 8 o'clock probably, probably over at the Raider Dome at LE, and then football game on Friday. Talk to me about Drew for a minute because uh, he's, he's leaving behind some records that he's walking out the door with. He's got the career assist and steals record at Redwater, and he's he was a great kid, but he you know he changed, molded into this leader um, this year. He took a lot of kids under his wing. You know he he was passionate about it. It was his senior year, and he you know showed that he he wanted it as bad as anybody. So he was the guy in practice that when you have a good group of seniors as a coach, you don't have to say near as much. Right. And so I had you know Drew. There was a kid named Cole Turner and Caden Bowen, and they they took over practices if it wasn't going the way it was supposed to they would be the ones that would voice it and they knew how to do it they right. knew how to police it and to get you know kids to get on board and when everybody got on board and we got rolling it was it was pretty fun all three seniors we all three of those were seniors all three there was seniors. five seniors this year yeah you know we Dan, danny and i've talked about this before if coaches can take you so far if you don't have guys in the gym, in the locker room, on the field, on the diamond, whatever, who are the guys who are actually dragging the rest of the team where they're supposed to be, you're just not going to win. If you've got total buy-in, top to bottom, buying into your product, I believe you can go as far as you want. And that, and that's my big belief is you don't have to be the most skilled. If you have total buy-in that I'm going to do whatever it takes for me and my team to be successful, that's – that's what's going to take you to the top to me. I wasn't the most talented, but I was going to put everything I had into it. I was going to dive on the floor, run into a fence, whatever I had to do for my teammates and me to be successful. That's what I was going to do. And that's the way I coach. I believe in a philosophy. Don't run through a wall for me, run through the wall with me. Right. So let's go do it. Go back to thinking about baseball. Because Zach Fowler was in your chair yesterday from Liberty Isla. Great guy. And we were having this conversation about running up against a really talented Salina team this mm-hmm. past week. And the Leopards are a really good high school baseball team. They just don't have D1 guys littered all over the place like Salina does or played like Argyle did. Like Argyle did, yep. And, yep. and, and we're trying to – maybe you can help me understand this because Zach and I were talking about it last week after the first game, and it felt like the Leopards just felt tight that they really weren't as loose as we'd seen them the rest of the time. And it may be – they'd been further than this last year. They went to the fifth round last year. This was the fourth round. But I don't know if it was reading about Salina as opposed to playing the team across the town that you see all the time when they took on Pleasant Grove a year ago. You guys had to face that all-over-the-place Salina guys where eight, nine guys are going to some D1 school. You didn't have hardly – I don't think anybody that was a D1. Walk of the first year, the first run, yeah. Mel Gray went – Melvin went to Auburn. But not right out of high school. But not right out he of high school. Seminole, but yeah. Uh, no, we were just – How do you beat a team that's got all that D1 talent? And I'm putting that in, in quotations in front of you. Our mindset when we stepped onto a field is we were not going to be beat. We didn't care who you were, where you were going, where you were from. That was great, but that didn't mean anything – when it came to on the field. And we played a different, you know, a different brand of baseball. Yeah. We put a lot of pressure on you. And 15 to 18 year olds sometimes when pressure hits them, sometimes you, you can find the ones who are going to rise and the ones who fall. 
and we played a lot of pressure baseball. Yep. We would bunt, if you couldn't field a bunt, we'd bunch you three times in a row if we had to. That's just the way that that's the way we played. But when we needed a hit, we can get a hit. And I mean, we we filled it over a nine ninety three years in a row. Right. I mean, we we weren't going to make nuts, errors. Isn't it? You were going if you were going to beat us, you were going to earn it every time. I can know I can remember one game that I felt like we did, the team that beat us didn't earn it, and I remember it way too. Who was long. it? Robinson, my junior year, 2011. Gotcha. Five errors. Gotcha. Five to one. <laughs> yep. I remember it so, so well. Semifinal round, wasn't it? State semis. We'd have won that. We'd have, we'd have beat Kennedale just off fear factor because they couldn't beat us. I, I've, I've said this before, and Craig and I have talked about it, Coach Jones. There's not a worse feeling, I don't think, than going to the semifinals and losing and having to go home. It's awful. I, it feels like, why did I even bother coming here? It, it was bad. And, you know, that was a group that, you know, of those three teams that I went with, that was probably the least team that you know you could say 2010 and 2012 you know in 2010 and 09 they lost in the semifinals so yeah. 2010 when we got together we were not losing right and we, we lost two games all year right and then in 2012 we said the same thing we are not going to lose whatever it takes we're fixing to step onto the field and we're going to beat you we don't care who you are where you come from that's great and so that's what we did and so we were not going to be, we were determined we weren't going to lose. In 2011, we had just come off the state championship. Yep. We thought we were going to win by fear factor. <laughs> and you did most of the time. And we did a lot of the times. Right. We no, that's did. right. But we just we we didn't play as well. You had a bad game. We, we had a bad game. Yeah. It happens. It does. That's the great thing about baseball. I don't know if I've ever seen Jones more upset than that day coming off the field. Just kind of like, what the heck just happened? I don't know if I've ever seen him. Upset. Yeah, no, it was. Or man, or, you know, he's not a man of a whole lot of words, no, but no. he had he had less words than even before then, <laughs> and I felt it. I mean, none of us could speak. Right, we were shell shocked because we thought we were going to walk in and beat Robinson, and we were going to play Kennedale, and we had had Kennedale's number from the two oh, yeah. years before, and so we thought, ah, oh, we'll beat Robinson. We're rolling to Kennedale. We'll go back to back. We'll come back and three peat next year. Like that was our mindset right. going in there, and when it didn't happen, I remember the bus ride. You. There was not a word spoken. We were just like, I can't believe this just happened. Yep. Was it – you couldn't wait to get to the – back again the next year? Couldn't wait. Could yeah, what was it like when you guys finally got back together? Uh, we, we we got to football season. Uh, we It was talked about. We were like, all right, we're going to get through football season. Then we got to basketball season. <laughs> right, we're going to get through basketball. What was your record that year in football? Do you remember? In football, we were – Two and eight, my senior. Yeah, that, so that's remember, why you were looking forward <laughs> to baseball. Was, that was a long year. Basketball, we went to the regional semifinals. Yeah, we only lost three games that year. We were really good that year. Um, but even then, we had talked about, hey, this is what we're going to do. This is what we're going to do. And I can remember that year was Coach Jones and Coach Phillips. They didn't have to coach a lot. We had a whole. We had nine seniors that year. Yeah. So we showed up. We knew how practice was supposed to go. We knew where everything was supposed to be set up and how it was supposed to go. And if it wasn't done right, we were the ones that policed practice. So it made practice easy. What used to be what felt like a nine-hour practice, <laughs> we felt like we were done in an hour and a half. Right. And, you know, we were flying through bunt coverages and everything. And the underclassmen, they were learning. And they were getting like, man, this isn't near as scary. It's like, no, it's not scary. That's how you build a program. <clears throat> that's how you build a program. And I think that run right there, is, to me, is the most successful in Texas baseball. Six years in a row. Oh, Six years insane. in a row. I mean, to me, I don't see – it's only been replicated once. Yeah. And that was before us. That's right. I just – I don't see – I don't see it being done again. I hope it is. 
I hope I get to be a part of it. Yeah. I hope the Grove makes a seven-time run. I mean, that's it's so hard. It is hard. You know, for for whatever, having the conversation about football is different than the others because you split the divisions in half. You split the divisions in half. You're having to beat everybody in four A or five A or whatever your classification is. You're having to beat everybody to win a state championship. You don't in football. You just had to beat half of them. Because we've, we've cut the thing in half. We've cut it in half. And, I, and that's one thing I always looked at is why don't we do it for all sports? Now, yeah, I get but, it. But you know what? But football is it's a moneymaker. But, but you know what? Would you really want to cut baseball in half? Nah. It would have watered really. down those six years. Uh, you know, nah. Well, yeah. mine, mine's already done. If you had done it then, right? Uh, you could, I don't know. You could say that to me. There's you have to be talented to win a state championship, but you have to be lucky. And it doesn't matter if it's one division, two divisions, it, four divisions. It doesn't matter. You have got to be lucky. No so question. To me, it being watered down, I wouldn't feel that way because at the end of the day, I have I get to hold the trophy. I get to say, hey, That's I'm right. a state Absolutely. champion. That's right. You know, at the end of the day, and then we can speculate, hey, if we'd have played, we'd have won. I, mean, yeah. I believe my senior year, we'd have beat 1A through 5A. There was only 5A back right, then. That's right. I believe we'd have beat anybody we stepped on the field with. Could we? I don't know, but we thought it, and we believed in it. Do you think the senior year team was better than the, the sophomore year team, the 2010? No, 2010 was better. The 2010 team was That was special. stupid good. That was special. Yeah. I mean, you had two guys who didn't pitch in college. Nope. Went 12-0 and with a .6 ERA. Yep. And to me, the best hitter I had ever seen in Michael Gilley at the three-hole who – could show up and he was going to go you know three Who, for four who's the pitcher you talked about one of the two pitchers was gilly one of the two pitchers was gilly. the other was john, john phillips yeah and they would spot up and they just they threw to your weakness i'll go to the grave saying i don't remember a, a, a play that has more guts than gilly getting the grounder back to him i watched that i have the video of that game. and instead of going hesitation he goes a second and John Phillips is right there. It's yep. it, it's one six three double play, boom boom. And you could tell how much pressure had been put on us in practice. Yeah, that there was no hesitation. There's None. an ounce of hesitation there. Giddings wins the state championship yep. one to nothing. Yep. But they roll the perfect double play, and we go into the top of the night, score two, and shut them out. It, it was the craziest thing I've ever. It, it happened so fast, and you're like, "What did he just do? Why didn't he go home?" Nope. No, he he didn't even check the guy. Nope. And I remember I was in the dugout, and I, as soon as he turned, I went, what are you doing? Yep. And then it happened. I said, that's what you're doing. That's Come on, get in the dugout. Let's go. Let's go score some runs. Innings over. Ball, and, and the ball game was over. Yeah. I mean, Giddings was done. Yeah, they you, were done. You would like go pick ball, up the could, two runs, but they were done right there. You could tell that it deflated them. And they had three of the best high school players that I had seen. Yep. Had the one that rivals Gilly as a hitter was uh, Brooks Marlowe, the lefty. And Who went to TCU or Texas? He went to Texas. Texas, yeah. He went to Texas. brother went to Texas A&M, and then they had a guy named Trey Masick who went to Texas Tech. Yeah, and they were good. Yeah, they Those were. Those three guys were, you know, some of the best that I had seen on the mound and in the field and at the play. I mean, they were really talented. But you could see how deflated that was because they thought they had it won. As soon as they seen him turn to second, they said ball game. <laughs> and some of us in the dugout went, we closed our eyes, and we cringed, and we're like, oh, nope, it's not ball game yet. Let's go hit. Let's go figure this out. That's nuts. Those were the best days. Those really were the the best they were. days. They were so much fun. But you know the play that I remember probably more than that was Cole Rydell diving down the line and catching a line drive. Because mm-hmm. that right there saved runs. Yep. The other one would have you know lost you know lost one however you want, but that one right there would have put Giddings up before extra innings. Yeah, that's true. He dives, he makes a catch, and that's the play that I remember as the play. You throw out Cole's name. It's it it reminds me how 
high school baseball has guys who aren't necessarily great athletes, aren't going to go be college baseball players, but like you said, you're, you're all locked in together and you know you can count on each other and I'm going to throw my body out here and I'm going to try to make this play no matter what, no matter if I'm not going to the next level or not. This is my level right here. That's exactly right. It's Cole crazy. was the captain of that team. He oh, was yeah. the leader. He kept us all together. He included all of us in, and I mean, he was the guy, and you knew he was he was going to make a play. Yep. I mean, that's just that's who Cole is. That's who he still is. He's a great guy. But that's the play that I remember, and he was the leader of that. You know, he was the captain of that team. It's good reminiscing. It is. We need to come back and do this more. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> that's Trey Hart. We're gonna. You got any question for him? I'm about no, to let him loose. No, we're good. He's we're been good. thirty minutes with already, yeah. and I wasn't even planning for that much. We could do an hour. We'll just do the Trey Hart show. It's great seeing you. Congratulations on the new job. Thank you, Looking sir. forward to seeing you on the diamond and on the Friday night uh, sidelines as well. I can't wait. What to are you coaching started. for the Hawks? Coaching corners. Corners. Yes. Sir. So you're responsible. Nobody better get burned deep. Nobody. Ever. We're gonna be. We're gonna be all right. All right. <laughs> we're gonna do our job and we're gonna make plays. There it is, Trey Hart. We're gonna take a break. We'll come right back. Last segment coming up next here on Leaving the Yard. Chuck Zach, Dodger Danny, around 107.9 The Fan. Scotty Scheffler won the Masters Golf Tournament. He told reporters he's trying to glorify God through his golf career, giving all the credit to the Lord after his victory. Scotty challenges us to use our successes in life as a witness for Christ. After all, the Bible says God created us and sustains us. You don't have to be a preacher to tell people about Jesus. Just use your success as a way to glorify God. I'm Pastor John Miller. Visit me at churchontherock.org. Today we decided to walk to school. At the corner, we waited to cross the street. The stoplight counted down. 15, 14. 31? I mean, 13? We took a left on Carroll Garden Street. Garden Street? Loud music was coming from a car. Danny's a smart kid, but he gets so distracted. There were so many other sounds. I didn't know what to focus on. Danny, earth to Danny. Suddenly, he realized he forgot his homework again. I left my homework on the table. At the school steps, we hug goodbye. I really hope he doesn't have another bad day at school today. When you can see learning and attention issues from their side, you can be on their side. That's why there's understood.org, a free online resource for the parents of the one in five kids with learning and attention issues. Get personalized recommendations, practical tips, daily access to experts, and more. Go from misunderstanding to understood.org. Brought to you by Understood and the Ad Council. You know the scoreboard is your place to get all your screen printing done. But did you know they now do in-house embroidery on caps, jackets, shirts, or bags for your business, school, church, or even personal needs? Call the scoreboard on College Drive or online at scoreboardtxk.com. Sometimes in life, a moment in time alters your whole life and forever changes the moment ahead, no matter what. We are your good neighbor, always have been, and always will be. This is State Farm Agent Derek McGarry. Please call us at 903-831-2000 or visit us at DerekIsMyAgent.com. If you need secured storage for your vehicles, boat, trailer, personal, or professional possessions, go no further than Lockaway Storage at 927 North Robinson Road, Texarkana. Lockaway Self-Storage. Call 430-901-0062 or drop by the 
convenient location at 927 North Robinson Road, Texarkana. If you're looking for an exciting career with virtually unlimited earning potential, we want to hear from you. Texarkana Radio Center has immediate openings for advertising sales representatives. You must have a positive attitude, a car, and enjoy meeting and working with business leaders across the architects. The rewards can be huge. Prior sales experience is preferred. If you'd like to join the largest media group in Texarkana, email your resume to jobs, J-O-B-S, at texarkanaradio.com. TRC is an equal opportunity employer. Hello, this is Sidney Moncrief, former Razorback and NBA player. I know what it means to be strong defensively. You can help your team win. When it comes to COVID-19, your best defense is a COVID-19 vaccine. Getting the vaccine makes you a true team player, helping protect those people around you, especially those at high risk. So when it's your turn, don't miss your shot. I know I didn't. Sponsored by this station, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association and UAMS. We welcome you back. It's uh, eight minutes till six o'clock, leaving the yard. Chuck Zach, Dodger Danny Williams in the studio this afternoon. He'll be back tomorrow. We're going to do one more show this week. We've got FCA stuff going on all over the place Thursday and Friday. We'll be in here for a show tomorrow, but um, Friday, because the uh, football game over at uh, Texas High is starting at six, that there's just no way to make the show work and uh, in the ball game, so no show on Friday. And we remind you, come on over to the Raider Dome tomorrow night or Texas High's football stadium on uh, Friday night. We've got uh, all-star FCA games. I was doing homework on uh, – I got through the basketball teams. I started the football teams. It's probably going to take me another day before I finish getting prepped for football because it's – you know, hadn't, it's not like a regular game where here's everybody you know on one side. You're a hodgepodge of folks from all over the place – and I'm going to be honest with you, I'm I'm thinking the Texas side guys may have trouble with the size of the Arkansas basketball team tomorrow night. Just my thought. I don't know. Just having a look at it. Arkansas has got a bunch of 6465-ish guys. I didn't see that many on the Texas roster. But the Texas side can shoot. Yeah, Texas side can shoot. So it'll be interesting They've to got see. Some, yeah, maybe like Golden State Boston kind hey, of thing. Why not? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and uh, I haven't gotten through the Texas side football at all, even started. But Arkansas side's got a bunch of kids from El Dorado, Magnolia, Camden Fairview, some Ashdown, some Hope. There's a lot of speed going to be on the field Friday night it's gonna be over fun. at Texas High. It's going to be a lot of fun. Now, I, you know, a year ago I wasn't sure who's quarterbacking. This may be a team. That, this is a team has got a pretty good receiver set. I'm just not sure exactly who the the arm's going to be yet. I haven't figured out who the quarterback's going to be because a lot of these guys played multiple positions in high school. So we're going to have to figure out who's uh, who's actually the gunslinger out there. And like I said, I haven't gone through Texas yet, so I don't know anything about them. Yeah, and I don't know anything about Arkansas. So I know we got there's a, quite a few athletes over there on the Texas side that'll be yeah. coming to play. So. Yeah, and a lot of guys on the Arkansas side that I've looked at who are uh, committed to play at the next level. Oh, that's awesome. So there should be – if you are – it's going to be a little warm today, a little warm tomorrow. I think it starts cooling off, though, before we get to Friday. Yeah. So it may just be perfect for football Friday night. So um, think about it. If you're doing nothing Friday or doing nothing tomorrow, 
I mean, you're not going to be outside for basketball tomorrow. And I already saw a little smack talk. Uh, we had Trey in here for uh, for um, the interview just a minute ago, but I think it was Redwater whose folks posted the Texas side All-Stars will take on the inferior Arkansas Ooh. side kids. So there's a little, uh, little of that out there already on social media. I'm glad that this is getting the attention it needs. I mean, yeah. with it being the second year, first year, we didn't know what was going to happen. So now we're rolling into our second year. It's getting more publicity. Kids want to play in this game. Uh, fan bases are getting behind it. Yes. It's really awesome. Rangers won yesterday. They're 500. <laughs> now, you're, you, you snark at that. But I'll be honest with you, at the beginning of the year, I didn't see them ever getting to 500. We're almost 50 games in. They've, In fact, I think there are 50 games in now. They've made their way to 500. Yeah, well, Seager finally woke up. You know, I mean, he he's very streaky, and he's doing better. He is. Uh, but Marcus Simot? No, he's still terrible. Yeah. Sub 200. It's just going to be all about the arms, the Rangers and the arms. It's, you know, their, their starting pitching is not bad, but it's, you know, I, there was a question posed on social media today, you know, what's the hardest thing for a – MLB coach to do and you know a lot of the consensus was managing the bullpen and managing the bullpen uh, for the Rangers is going to be huge and they have a really good coach who you know sticks up for his players and and if you watch the them play the A's the other night with the play at home I mean he was incensed by a missed call by MLB sure and uh, the umpires first and then MLB and he he let him have it I mean he's a good guy for the Rangers to have young what it what it needs to be. If you're not paying attention to the Rangers, Martin Perez has a sub two earned run average, which I don't care how many starts into the year you are. If you're at a one point, what are you, seven six earned run average, yep. you're having a pretty nice season. We've crossed into June. We'll see if the Rangers can sustain. Yeah, and the Astros, Verlander coming off of Tommy John, same way. He had a no hitter when I walked in the room today. Yeah, they just get, he gave it up right before. Did he? They oh, gave okay. up three runs, seventh inning, he lost the no hitter. Yeah. All right, we're out of time. Appreciate Trey Hart coming in tomorrow. We're going to try for Steve Browning, SAU. That's Danny Williams. I'm Chuck Zack. Appreciate you hopping on with us for leaving the yard. Around the fan, 1079. We'll do it again at 5 tomorrow. They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong.